Hey everybody, and welcome back to Storytime with Shade. Uh, sorry that there wasn't an episode last week, but we've got a longer one this week to make it up for you. Uh, this is, uh, before we jump into it, this podcast is sponsored again by Orange Hat Film Productions. If you haven't checked them out already, please go do so. They're a very talented uh, group of people, and their main focus is just creating original indie films and content. There's a bunch of stuff you can check out at their website for free at orangehatfilmproductions.com. Uh, they've got shorts, music videos, documentaries, and more. And they've also got a recently released full-length movie called 44 Caliber. So please go check them out. Uh, if you want any more information, uh, you can just uh, you know search their social media handles. It's the same, Orange Hat Film Productions on Facebook or Instagram. Uh, thank you once again so much for sponsoring. And uh, please go check them out, guys. Uh, without any further ado, we're going to jump into more of The Escape Room. Thank you so much for listening so far. And here we go. Chapter 9 Jeremy looked at Teeth with his jaw clenched. There was no winning here. The best he could hope for at this point was escaping with the rest of his body mostly intact. So he said, My arm, I guess. Teeth licked his lips as he drew in close to Jeremy. Was that so hard? Jeremy resisted the urge to lash out at him and said, No. Teeth took a hold of Jeremy's right arm with both of his and brought it close to his face. Jeremy closed his eyes and looked away. He couldn't watch. He would brace himself for the pain. It was all he could do. He heard a sound not unlike the unsheathing of blades and told himself over and over not to look down. Pain was one thing, but he was learning more by the moment how much his sanity meant to him and he knew that if he looked into the eyes of the creature consuming his flesh, then any small shred of sanity he had left would be blown away like so many leaves in the wind. He felt the sharpened teeth dig into his forearm and gnash against his muscle and bone before it tore loose a chunk of flesh. He screamed harder than he ever had before, and when he ran out of breath he could hear in the silence teeth chewing and swallowing. He screamed again. Shh. Teeth said, smacking his lips grotesquely before he continued. You'll sleep soon. Another hard bite into his arm that felt like dozens of serrated steak knives. He felt them grind against the bone before tearing loose another large chunk of his arm. He screamed one last time before his voice finally gave out. He felt reality slipping away from him as the sharpened set of otherworldly teeth began to gnaw into his forearm once more. Just when he thought he could hold on no longer, that the pain would drive away any chance of staying conscious, and the sweet relief of sleep, or perhaps death, would come, he heard a distant crash. Teeth pulled away from Jeremy and quickly turned, facing the doorway and panting hard. He wasn't expecting this. He had precautions in place. He knew that no sound would escape this dungeon, so who would hurt him? Unless... Wanderer. Jeremy felt more than saw another presence enter the room, and thought meekly to himself, Yay, I'm saved. 
before tumbling once more into the darkness. Chapter 10 Felix couldn't believe how far the stairs went down. He walked down cautiously, an unnatural silence wrapped around him. Halfway down the stairs, he noticed that he couldn't hear his footsteps at all, and he wrapped his knuckles on the wall, only to hear nothing. When he reached the end of the stairs and stepped into the dark room it led to, there was a moment where his ears popped and suddenly sound rushed back, like his world had been muted and was no longer. Felix? A shrill voice from the darkness called, and he spun towards it, pointing his phone light in its direction. It illuminated a grim sight. Jeremy chained to the wall, his right arm bleeding profusely and missing a hand. Nearby was what looked like an old man crouching near Jeremy. When the light spilled over him, he turned, revealing a deadly set of teeth coated in blood and flesh. Standing between Felix and the creature was Lex, who stood in the darkness like a gunslinger ready to duel. It's over. If you surrender now, I won't kill you. Teeth snarled viciously, and as he did, his nails suddenly elongated and defined points over a foot long. Large serrated blades that protruded from each of his fingertips and scraped along the sand-covered floor. Felix watched the transformation in terror and could feel his sense of reality bending. A few moments ago, he had been absolutely positive that Lex was eccentric or crazy. Now, with the realization that his ramblings may have been truthful, Felix felt like his mind was about to short-circuit. Keeping his eyes on teeth, Lex turned slightly and said, Help your friend. Lex then turned back to teeth and extended his hands, palm out. A small blue glimmer formed in the center of each of his palms and began to glow. I'm not afraid of your magic, teeth spat. The blue glow emanating from Lex's palms grew brighter until suddenly a sound like a gunshot was heard, and teeth went flying, slamming into the back wall of the dungeon and crumpling onto the floor. Felix still hadn't moved. He had been stunned into place by everything he was seeing. He watched enthralled and horrified as teeth stood back up and charged at Lex, blood and spittle flying from his mouth and his long claws flailing wildly. Lex grappled teeth into one of the cells opposite Jeremy, and they fell into the sand, punching, clawing, and biting madly. The paralysis that was rooting Felix to the spot suddenly dissolved, and he saw his opportunity to get by all the madness and to his friend. He moved quickly through the sand and into the cell where Jeremy was sitting, slumped over and glassy-eyed. His arm was a mutilated mess and still bleeding, so Felix set his phone down, the light shining upwards, and tried to apply pressure to the worst of the wounds, a deep hunk of flesh that seemed to be ripped off down to the bone. He fought the urge to be sick as he felt warm, sticky blood pulsing underneath his hands. Jeremy was losing too much blood and Felix looked at his friend, devoid of hope, but his veins coursing with adrenaline. He was unsure of what he had to do, but he did know he had to do something. I really didn't think anyone would come, Jeremy said, with a small smile on his face. 
and it nearly broke Felix's heart. Of course, buddy, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry I didn't get here sooner, Felix said and looked around frantically. He needed help, but currently Lex was still occupied, thrashing around violently with teeth. Thinking quickly, Felix scrambled to remove his belt, and then tightened it as hard as he could around Jeremy's arm to slow down the uncomfortable amount of blood spilling out. He turned to see Lex still fighting, blocking whatever swipes he could from the massive claws as he struggled to get an upper hand. He heard Jeremy mumble something and turned back to him. He was pale and coated in a thick layer of sweat. Felix asked if he said something, and Jeremy took a large swallow before trying again. I can't get the chains off. Without the keys. Where are the keys? Jeremy nodded in the direction of the brawl that was ensuing across the room from them. Felix stood and took a deep breath. If someone would have told him that he would risk his life to save a friend from a cannibal that had come from another world, he would have most likely scoffed and said, Fuck that. Or even, what are you smoking and where can I get some? Faced with a life or death decision, he always figured that he would be a coward, unable to muster the courage or resolve that the heroes always seemed to possess. Face to face with death itself, he realized that he wouldn't, couldn't, take the coward's way out. It would be easy to turn and run away, but he didn't think he'd be able to live with himself after. Lex had gotten teeth off of him and they were both back on their feet. He charged at the creature, adrenaline pumping, fully prepared to die in order to rescue his friend. Chapter 11 Lex had trained for years to be able to face all kinds of deadly monsters but still found himself woefully unprepared for the ferocity the teeth unleashed. The old man possessed a speed and strength that would be unheard of in the green for someone his age, but teeth wasn't from the green, and was no ordinary old man. With his teeth bared, and his claws stretching to the floor, he bared little resemblance to his former self at all. Once the mask was off, it was clear. This was its true form. Keith had managed to get on top of Lex and was swinging wildly, his sharp claws finding purchase and ripping loose bits of flesh and sending splatters of blood across the sand as he tried to block the incoming barrage. He wrestled one of his legs free and used it to kick Teeth in the chest, launching him back and buying him time to get to his feet. They both stood for a moment, panting and facing each other down, when suddenly Felix leapt onto Teeth from behind. He latched onto him with his arms tightly locked around his neck, and Lex admired the courage, even if there was also some stupidity in there as well. Teeth swung back and forth wildly before throwing Felix off of him like a 160-pound ragdoll. He smashed into Lex, sending them both crashing into the back wall of the dungeon cell they were in. Lex was dazed for only a moment and shoved Felix off of him as he scrambled to his feet once more. He saw the creature move quickly to close the door of their cell, and rushed forwards in an attempt to stop it. He crashed into the bars of the dungeon, just as teeth slammed it shut, locking it with a large click. They stared at each other for a few moments through the bars, before teeth smiled at him. 
Felix rose to his feet behind Lex, shaking his head and wiping sand off of his jacket. Teeth's large, insect-like eyes darted back and forth between them before he spoke. I will kill you if I see you again. Lex watched in anger as Teeth fled up the stairwell, leaving the three of them behind in the dark dungeon basement, with only the glow of Felix's upturned phone to lighten the room. And that is it for this week. Thank you so much to everybody who listens. Um, you know, if you can, share it around with your friends and family, anybody who's remotely interested in podcasts or, um, you know, these kinds of stories. You'd know them better than I would. Uh, but if you're able to share it around, I'd appreciate it. Again, thank you so much for listening. I hope you guys have been enjoying the story. There's a lot more to come. Um, and, uh, yeah, we'll get back to you next week um, with uh, another few chapters, hopefully, of the escape room. And until then, uh, take care of yourselves and have a good one.